You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here on, was it Wednesday, James? I don't know what day we are anymore. It is. Okay, okay. Recording here on Wednesday morning. For Wednesday's main slate, we got 10 games, James, it looks like, over on DraftKings and FanDuel. Last night wasn't too bad, though. I think we can keep it rolling, keep the good yeah. times going. Yeah, good times going. I think we're, again, I think it comes down to having data, right? Like, having data, offense is actually showing up now. Actually, let me not take a shot at Aaron Judge. He's been showing up all year, but everyone else is coming along fairly nicely. So, yeah, we're getting... A little bit more offense here and there and with the data john we're just following the numbers and the numbers are leading us to victory so uh, let's continue our hot streak and take that roll into wednesday 100 agree with you there james any weather issues that we're looking at here for this slate yes there are some weather issues texas cleveland is a let's see a delay with a possible postponement based on the models that we're seeing right now, it looks like a, lo- a lengthy delay. And obviously we've seen teams postpone anything like that this year. So be on the lookout in Texas, Cleveland, and then Atlanta, John, as you mentioned, like every slate. Yeah. The next four months, Atlanta is going to have potential for a pop of thunderstorms. Yeah, it just is what it is. It's like from Atlanta to Florida, like living in the Florida area, it just rains. <laughs> Even if it doesn't, like if you're a meteorologist, suggest that it might rain and you're doing your job correctly so there may be a delay in atlanta doesn't look like it's going to cause any type of postponement but the delay seems likely and then chicago baltimore it looks like there's going to be a delay in baltimore it doesn't look like there's going to be a postponement but the delay definitely in play i guess we'll have to check back in closer to lineup block but it looks like there's going to be a few places with some delays potential postponement yeah Sounds good. So let's get into it. A lot of get over here with 10 games. I got DraftKings and FanDuel. Top price pitcher on both slates, though, James, is the New York Yankees ace, question mark, question mark. Not a question. It's not a question. Nestor Cortez. He is $11,000 over on FanDuel. He is $10,300 on DraftKings. Uh, Only pitcher above 10K on DraftKings. On FanDuel, Aaron Nola and Sean Manaya are both, both up over $10,000 as well. Nestor here getting the Minnesota Twins should be a matchup that we, we think you should be able to take advantage of here. Are you spending up for Nestor Cortez today? I mean, I... Homerisms I aside. <laughs> huh? Homerisms aside. I mean, like, homerisms aside, like, what has he not done this year? <laughs> like, he almost has two no-hitters this year. He's has multiple double-digit strikeout games. He has wins in four straight games, and three of the four he's pitched seven-plus innings. He struck out seven or more in four or five. Whether I whether my allegiance is with the Yankees or not, like, it's just the numbers are just clear. Like, he is the best pitcher on the team. He is the likely, right now, if the season ended, AL Cy Young. I think him and probably Verlander are probably 1A, 1B, but I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, Minnesota's decent against left-handed pitching. They're slightly above league average in terms of OPS. They're 14th. They don't strike out a ton, but if Nestor's going to go deep into games, he doesn't really. He's limited the walks of late three walks in his last four games. I mean, I don't see a reason to fade him. Yeah. 
I agree with you. I think for sure in cash games, and at least on a 10-game slate, there's going to be value. You can certainly figure out a way to fit that. Pricing-wise, a lot of the pitchers are pretty expensive over on FanDuel today. Like, you only have to start one, so that kind of helps play into your advantage. You know, we mentioned right. we got Nola Minaya also up over 10K. I don't really have any interest in either of them. I don't know if you do James or not, but for, for me, it's probably uh, a no. My next pitcher would, would be Nathan Evaldi at 9,200 mm-hmm. on FanDuel. And on DraftKings, Evaldi is in the 8Ks. Was he 8,600 or something like that? Eight. So that's that's kind of where I would go to next. Uh, Atlanta, the Angels lost again last night. What was that, like 14 in a row now or something like that? And Trout, Trout, left, with a, Trout left with a groin injury. I think it was. So that lineup now missing their best hitter. And you're looking at Nathan Evaldi on DraftKings. Three straight starts with 30 fantasy points, which is monster, right? The production there. And he is going up against an Angels team that is the second highest strikeout rate against right-handed pitching this season, 25.1%. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Nathan Evaldi is a great SP1. I definitely think if you want to pair him with a Nestor or Gonsolin, I'm kind of with you in Nola Manaya. I think they're in play. They're not my top targets. I do love Evaldi, though. I mean, there's nothing the Angels are, are doing right. I mean, even when Trout homers last night, they still lose and they still, he gets hurt. Like, yeah. Now they're potentially without Trout. They're already without Rendon and Taylor Ward, who was arguably their best hitter this year. So they're reeling. I'm, I'm completely with you on Evaldi. That worry like earlier in the year where he was like randomly taken out of games, like right. 70 pitches is just kind of gone. He had one bad start against Houston. And here we are, like you said, three starts later, 30 plus fantasy points in three straight games. Love Evaldi. Um, on DraftKings, I don't know. I, I have FanDuel open. I don't know if Tony Gonsolin is listed around he is um, so he's a little bit more he's actually so draft DraftKings says gonsolin is the third highest price pitcher it's no it's nola at 94 gonsolin at 92 manaya is at 8k and evaldi's at 8800 dollars. 9k for manaya yeah he said eight oh sorry yeah yeah manaya's at 9k and 8800 dollars for you all the gonsolin i love gonsolin i think for tournaments i think he's just kind of forgotten man right like we're yeah i think we're living off the idea of last year's tony gaunt where like he didn't throw strikes he was taken out of games early four straight starts of six innings four wins in his last five outings he hasn't allowed more than two earned runs he has two home runs allowed in five starts three in ten starts this year and john you want to talk about consistencies consistency here in terms of fantasy production 20 plus DraftKings points in six straight starts yeah i don't like the white Sox offense like they're hurt they hit lefties better. They're 28th in OPS this season against right-handed pitching. The yeah. only thing that we've alluded to a lot this year is the fact that they don't he's strike not, out. Yeah, <laughs> they're not striking out. And we've talked about that with a bunch of teams. So you have to decide, like, is the five strikeouts that Gonsolin has been generally getting, five, what, five to seven pretty much every start, is that going to be there? I think it is. I think we could get five starts, five or five strikeouts rather. And at 9,200, if he's going to pick up a win, throw six innings and get us five strikeouts and limit in limited damage, I think another 20 fantasy points is coming our way. Yeah, I don't mind them. I mean, like you said, even in their struggles over the last two weeks, they have a two a 275 Woba against right-handed pitching, 243 batting average, some of the bottoms of the league day 28th in strikeout rate 17 percent. so like even when they're when they can't hit they're putting the ball in play so it's like why are you bad why are you so bad yet you're making contact like i don't 
you know it just is such an anomaly to me which limits that upside so like i said i don't mind gonsolin i think he's probably a good pivot because i think a lot of people will look at evolve as ch- at cheaper and mm-hmm. three straight 30 fantasy point outings and be like that's where i want to go against an angels team that just you know has no trout now and hasn't won in um, three weeks so gonsolin's a good pivot off of that because again it is a good matchup for him so i don't hate it evolve is still probably my spot i like bassett here going up against padres yep. again you want to talk about it that can't hit uh, right-handed pitching. San Diego is right there with them. And over the last two weeks, their strikeout rate, ninth most against right-handed pitching. So they, they ranked 21st in batting average the last two weeks. They ranked 23rd in Woba with a top 10 strikeout rate. So, I mean, if you're looking to attack uh, a matchup, split swap, Bassett against San Diego, I think is, is a good spot. And we know that the Mets have hit left-handed pitching better this year. So Manaya could be in a little bit of a spot where he gives us some runs and you get those win that win out for yeah i don't understand the price on bassett 8200 personally on DraftKings, but i'm not going to question it because i'm just going to play him right on, like 8200 is too yeah, cheap Bassett's for this 95 guy. on fandle is higher than gonsolin and evaldi that's crazy so, big discount yeah i'm i'm seemingly all in on chris bassett i think all formats just i played cookie carrasco the other night he dominated this padres offense and i, I don't think much is going to change here We've seen now, what, eight strikeout upside four times this year for yeah. Bassett. I think this is one of those games where um, we could see that arrive. John, I just want to make a note. I'm looking at Fandle, and they have Shane Bieber listed. DraftKings has Pilkington listed, Colby, P- Colby yeah. Pilkington. I've looked a couple different places and seen a couple diff- different responses. Like one, ESPN has Bieber. Rotowire has Pilkington. Fandle has Bieber. DraftKings has Pilkington. So I guess my question to you is like, if it's Bieber, does he slot in like right near the top against Texas? Like how he's 9,600, I believe I saw on 9,600 uh, so, on DraftKings. So the Guardian's official MLB page has Bieber listed. The Guardian's official page. Okay. So then where does Bieber for you slot into all this? Uh, I, I, for me, Beavers looked really good. I know. Yeah. Again, yeah. Texas, Texas has just been one of those teams again where, like, we have, like, a vision of them just not being a good offense because they, they aren't really. But, you know, they don't strike out. 21% strikeout rate over the last two weeks. They have a 321 Woba against right-handed pitching. They're 740 OPS, which, you know, is, is kind of middle of the pack. So, like, yeah, they're, I, I think, like, better pitchers should be able to handle this lineup fine. But, they're again, it's just been such a weird year for a lot of these teams who, like, aren't naturally good. But, you know, their numbers haven't been great. I will say this, I guess. Texas has started to be worse mm-hmm. than they were even before. They're now approaching a top 10 strike after, for a while, being at the bottom of that league. We used to, that was one of my biggest gripes against them was they don't strike out. DFS, you need strikeouts pretty much, or you need a guy to go deep into a game. So they're updated season numbers against right-handed pitching since the last time I feel like we've talked about it. Now 11th in strikeout rate, 23%. 228 average, a 286 Woba against right-handed pitching. Woba's 27th in the league against right-handed pitching is 24th. And you talk OPS, they're 26th. So yeah, if Texas is finally starting to be who we thought they were, then I'm fine going the Beaver experience here for sure. I know you said DraftKings list Pinkerton. I think we can still check and see what they got him priced out as at $9,600. So yeah, I um, think he's right there with everyone. Like yeah. he's probably if you don't want to play Nestor in cash. Like if Bieber is Bieber is like probably your yeah. If Bieber gets actually announced as a starter, it's it's Nestor, Bieber, Evaldi is my top three. Gonsolin's right after them. 
Yeah, and then pro- next tier Bassett is yeah. I think is the clear that's the clear guy in that tier. Yeah, let me ask you. We talk home road splits all the time. I've, I've touted this dude a bunch. Uh, Hauser at home is just a different Philly. Obviously has some boppers in that lineup from the left side of the plate that can do damage. Harper, Schwarber, you name it. But home road splits, man. Home one nine five ERA this season. Twenty seven strikeouts in twenty seven innings on the road this year. Five three two. ERA. Would you have any interest in Adrian Hauser here, or is it just not something you're looking to go up against? For tournaments, yeah. I think um, I used him against San Diego, and it was like grueling five innings. Like, I was watching the start, and he gets two strikes on guys and, and really just messes around too much, and counts run really deep, and he just doesn't pitch deep into games because of it. And that's why we haven't seen him surpass six innings. So I think he's fine for tournaments. I think there's some strikeout upside here against Philly, but not like my I'll, I'll find a couple hundred dollars extra to get to Bassett, but i do think hauser's definitely in our player pool for tournaments okay if we're looking at some other value guys anybody uh, sticking out to you here's i mean the chalk is ian anderson right like sixty four hundred dollars i know he has not been great i will give him a pass for his last start even though he was good it was in course like right. he gave up five earned runs and 10 hits in course field like the ball we know how the ball flies there had nine strikeouts which we haven't seen this year. We haven't really seen the strikeout upside. Oakland strikes out a lot. We just saw Kyle Wright go eight innings of two-run baseball against them last night, and that's he gave up two in the first. So he gave up seven or zero runs from innings two to eight right. uh, last night. So I think Ian Anderson is the clear-cut shock of this group. I don't really want to face Baltimore right now. As weird as that sounds, like Stroman had been good going into that St. Louis start. Baltimore's really good right now. Like they had a lot of home runs again last night. I feel like that would be like a spot I would typically go. I guess you could in tournaments if he if Stroman actually keeps the ball down. But he gave up three home runs last start, so if he's not getting the sinker down. Baltimore's going to hammer it. So Stroman in tournaments, probably Dane Dunning in tournaments as well. Ian Anderson is chalk city down here against Oakland. That's probably it for me. I'll I'd have to do more research on Jared Koenig to form an actual opinion, make, making his major league debut, but he had a lot of strikeouts. And a two ERA in Las Vegas, John. Right. Not the easiest thing to do in your, in for people who follow baseball. That is not an easy league to no. pitch in. It's like constantly pitching in. <laughs> of course, yeah. So I'll reserve more of an opinion later, and that will probably be in our Discord. But a lot Atl- of strikeouts. Atlanta's been hitting lefties well, though. Uh, Atlanta's hitting sport. every. I mean, Atlanta's hitting. They're like just. Yeah. They have a three ninety five Woba over their last two hundred plate appearances against left handed pitching. Nine nine seventeen OPS. I miss it. Yeah, maybe this is the spot. Maybe it's not the spot. Uh, yeah, just saying. Yeah, just saying. That's <laughs> this year, on the season. They have the third highest Woba overall against left handed pitching. It's at three forty six. So yeah, we could we could pass. We could, uh, they do strike out a lot. As it as a lot, so. that is not going anywhere. Yeah, that is not going anywhere. They're, they're free swinging. Uh, all right, catcher spot uh, over on uh, DraftKings here. Wilson, say it. Yeah, you can go Wilson. Wilson. I mean Wilson. All the W yeah. dot converses yeah. out there. My boy Christian Vasquez keeps raking. Bells. He does just keep raking. He he really looks like the guy. From the shortened season, yeah, yeah. where yeah. he like suddenly hit, and the Red Sox were like, "Holy cow!" Like we did not expect. What I think happened was there was a stretch where uh, they played like Plowecki a couple times during a week because Vasquez was really struggling early on, and uh, I don't know. I think maybe things clicked with him. So 
He's like, I need to get this going or else I'm cooked. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Plucky like kind of hits the baseball pretty well when he's in the lineup. Yeah. So they're like, hey man, like if your bat's not <laughs> carrying weight, you're only a catcher. So let's see. So yeah, Vasquez versus Detmers. Uh, I think I saw, let me just reconfirm here. The last couple of weeks against left-handed pitching, the Red Sox. Yeah, 466 Woba. I think that's mm. 346 average. Uh, thousand, Doing the uh, math. 1,100 OPS. So, Doing the math. I'd have to check with my uh, So Denver's just throwing but... his second no-no of the year tonight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we got a lefty on the mound against Tampa for at least a little bit. Not yeah. it's going to open. So I don't know if he's going to pitch long enough to face Zunino or if if you want to go there. Sure. There's, they only hit left-handed pitching, those guys. So only. That's, that's all they got in them. So any other value uh, catchers on your radar here? Higgins for the Cubs, if he were to be in the lineup instead of Contreras, he's a fine person. Jose Trevino had another RBI double and a walk last night. If he draws another start, I keep telling you, like, this guy, like, you get me seven fantasy points from that catcher position punting like that, I'm 100% down. We know Caratini will be in the lineup because Narvaez is is still on COVID, right? Yeah, still on COVID. So Caratini will be in the lineup. And I've been playing a lot of, John, I've been playing a lot of Thomas Nito for the Mets. Okay. He gets a lefty. He's hitting 367 over his last 10 games. He had last night off with a Darvish on the mound, but a lefty on the mound. Two hits the other night in San Diego with an RBI. I'm going to Thomas Nito, I think, is a nice, interesting punt. Sounds good. Going over to the first base position here. Again, a lot of high price guys. You have Goldschmidt, you got Ivo Otani, Rizzo against Archers, kind of an interesting uh, matchup, I think, for me. But you talk. I'm mad. He had a home run last night. Like, I know. Late, I was just about to bring it up. Late in the game, like the game was over. <laughs> Out of reach, and this guy just makes me look like a dumbass. <laughs> one for six, though. <laughs> Literally six at bats. The one, though. Yeah. And with that, but that's why we're playing him, right? Like we're playing him for the one. Right. Yep. We are playing him for the one. So I don't really look. I don't, I don't know. Uh, St. Louis stack, maybe sure if you want to go there. But like, I'm not really in love with any of these top priced guys there. I think maybe the first one I take a peek at could be Crone. Just because you get the, the lefty matchup for him. I know he's really slumping lately, and you have the, the Giants at home, not on the road, but, you know, if you're just looking to play that matchup. But, you know, a lot of these top first basemen have, like, decent pitching matchups against them. So, not, none of them to be seen worth the uh, the payup. I might have interest in Mancini because Stroman's been sucking. So, how dare you, after talking about how good of a play Wilmer Flores yesterday was at 5 2, was it? Yeah, uh, 54. 54 and then homers after poo-pooing uh, uh, his price tag. How dare you skip over him? Uh, Homer, is he Senzatella? Guy puts the ball <laughs> nah, in play a lot. I, so. what, was, like, what are the prices on Fandle? Because like, I would actually have yeah, I would actually have interest in Wilmer on Fandle, but like 5100 What's he on Fandle? Like 33 He's $3,000. 3000 yeah. So, yeah, I think... Darren Ruff is 40 I love drafting. Yeah, it's, it's out of control. I'm, I'm with you. I think Crone is probably the play. I think... I know Freeman's been very bad, like very bad, but I'd be okay going to Freeman against Johnny Cueto. He's still hitting righties at a 293 clip, so 4,900 for Freeman. And then Crone, as you mentioned. I'm with you, Mancini, too. Another home run last night. Guy's just on freaking fire. Yep. That's where I'm uh, at with them. Uh, if we're looking at some value options, um, I'll go back to Bobby Dahlbach. I mean, he, again, two hits last night. He'll, he'll be in the lineup with the lefty on the mound. He, I feel like he's, like, slowly starting to come out of it. If you look at his game logs, I mean, mm-hmm. he's only hitting 187. I get it. 
And even but over the last 10 games, 286, he's got a couple home runs, like bad first two months of the season. Uh, and he's in a platoon where he's not playing a ton with the way Frankie Cordero is playing. But I mean, he did have a four game stretch where he had at least a hit in all of them, home runs and whatnot. You know what? I'm, I'm good with Dahlbeck here against the lefty. Yeah, as long as there's a lefty on the mound, I have interest in Bobby Dahlbeck. Yep. If there's not, uh, it's one of those things. J.D. Davis, only first base eligible, by the way. 2,900 on DraftKings gets a lefty. I, I think Shamanaya is a good pitcher, but I don't think he's unhittable. So Would you like Harold Ramirez with a lefty? I was just looking at Harold Ramirez, but he feels like another it feels like another Yandy Diaz. He does like feel like Yandy 285 Diaz. average, no power whatsoever. Yeah. So, but he's going to hit fourth. <laughs> but he's, and exactly, Yandy, he's going to hit fourth. I mean, it's Yandy Diaz Jr. I'm probably not going to go there. Yeah, I don't know what their aversion is to just getting a power hitting first baseman. <laughs> yeah. No offense to G Man's, you know, got as much power as any first baseman they've had since like Carlos right. Pena. So Carlos Pena, shout out Carlos Pena. The guy hit under two hundred one year and had like forty home runs. All right, second base position. If we're uh, again going up and down, uh, story against the lefty at two hits last night. Yeah, I think he, uh, you can go there if you want to spend mm-hmm. all the way up. I think Chris Archer sucks, so all the Yankees are going to be in. So I'm fine there. I like Edmund because there's a righty on the mound. means there's stolen base potential there. If yep. you can find his way on the bag. You got Albies against a lefty. <laughs> he has never. We're going to look at, but we're going to look back at this year. There is no question he's going to face like his most at bats against left-handed pitching is going to come this year, and it's going to easily be his worst year. Yeah, we're going to talk about it all year long. Oh, Ozzy Albies against lefty is just never going to come through. Yeah, never going to come through. But he's in there if, you, if, if you're stacking Atlanta, though. If you're stacking second Atlanta for sure. Simeon's homered again on a little homer run. He hit two yesterday, I think. He hit one. He threw, oh, so. Two in a row. Two games in a row. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, three in the last five. So and his stolen bases in three in the three of the last four games you gotta too. do something man you gotta do something so but he the only thing is he gets beat right? oh right 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 it's not pilkington so, so we'll see if it's pilkington interest right if yeah. it's beaver no interest. i agree dude we talked about it morale oh, right so let off the game with a home run let yeah. off the game with a home run so definitely for sure if he's in a lineup should be lyles is generally trash 4300 I, I like that a lot as well i'm looking for my boy uh, are they not, on, not the on the slate? Not yeah. on the slate. It's so sad because uh, pl- Santiago Espino. I might just, plug and play. I might try to figure out a write in play. <laughs> See if they'll let me just take his points from the early slate or something. He'll, he'll still get you eight fantasy points yeah, even while he's. What do you think about a dart throw on Rugnet Odor? I'm always playing Rugnet Odor. I play Rugnet Odor way more than I should, for yeah, sure. He's not, I mean, he's not a great baseball player, but, you know, the power he just sometimes has power. is there. Yep. Like, Dude, yeah. the Orioles are hitting a lot of home runs. Yeah. They hit a lot. Uh, Mancini, who was it? Uh, Mancini and Mullins, first two pitches of the game hit home runs last night. My boy Ho- Ramon Ur- Urias hit a home run, and Jorge Mateo. Four home- they have four bombs last night in a park that apparently you don't hit home runs in anymore. That's why I'm in on Odor. Very GPP interest, but uh, yeah, interest nonetheless. Third base, then. Let's go on over to the hot corner position. Already uh, spending up for any of these guys? So those would be Jose Ramirez. Austin Riley, Devers, Machado. Where's our third base target? Again, if we're looking to spend it up on maybe Cortez and identify some of these top stacks, like how are you crafting the third base position for yourself? I mean, you could definitely play Ramirez. You're not going to probably be able to play him with Nestor unless you're playing Ian Anderson with him. But Ramirez yesterday shows you what the upside is or what the floor can be. No hits, two walks, a stolen base. So even when there's no hits... Ramirez has plenty of upside or just enough to 
preserve your lineups. I think he's in play versus Dunning. Um, Riley's in play versus Kone. Devers hits lefties we mentioned, and then what does he do? Two hits, a double, or a walk. Like the guy just is a top five hitter in baseball yeah, he, at this yeah, point. He leads, the, he leads the league in like a bajillion categories. Yeah, he's just. I feel like top five might even be disrespecting him at this point. It might just be top three in the league. But yeah, I think we then just move down the list. I don't think there's really anyone like McMahon gets a lefty. Lemayhu had a good night last night. Better price tag of 43. I think you can go there. There have been multiple multi-hit games lately. So if you want to go there, I think Pat Wisdom, if you want a cheap home run, you could play him. Jordan Lyles is a fly ball pitcher. So there's always that potential. If Matt Carpenter's in the lineup, there is a home run potential always, apparently. that's I guess that's all that Matt Carpenter can do now. Just hit home runs. And then your Urias homered again last night he now has two in his last five three in his last seven games and then eduardo escobar coming off a cycle the other day he doesn't better against lefties too so yeah i think he's been notoriously good against lefties too so i think those are probably where i'd go at third i don't see anything else yeah for a 10 game slate that position outside of the top guys is kind of gross so actually the if pilkington is starting zeal duran for the rangers he's one of their top prospects he's been He's played three games now, has a hit in two of the three, but he would have the righty-lefty matchup. I would give some love to Duran. He's a pretty good power guy, a little speed there too. So if Pilkington is the one starting, which we'll obviously find out probably right as soon as we finish this podcast and it's going to be the guy that we haven't suspected the whole time, then I would play him. If it's Bieber, I have no interest. Okay. At the shortstop position, you get Trey Turner at 58 against Cueto. You can pay Meh. it if you want. It's not like my Meh. favorite spot. Yeah. Xander's not going to play today. I'm almost positive. He kind of like tweaked his shoulder yesterday. I don't know who's going to... They had, they play, they had Kiki Hernandez playing shortstop. Oh, no. Because they, they are adamant at keeping Trevor Story at second base. So are we... So, are we, so does that mean we're going to see Duran back up? Uh, he's not officially in the IL, so... Duran? Oh, Xander. that's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, I haven't, the other problem is they're in LA, so there's no quick call up for like an infielder here. So I would be curious to see who plays shortstop today. Who's their back? Who plays short when Xander's generally out of the game? That's my, I guess that's my question. I, I don't think it's Xander. I don't think they've been, I mean, I don't think it's been, I don't think Kiki Hernandez has been playing short when Xander's been out of the lineup. Like, I imagine he's had a day off this season. Has it been Christian Arroyo, maybe? Like, who's... Has Xander even played it? Has he played every game this year? Xander has played in... How many games has Boston played? They're, they've played 56 games. Yeah. He's played in 55 of them. Okay, so there was a game that he didn't... So there's one game where he didn't play. Who was the starting shortstop? They did have Jonathan Arauz. Yeah. Was that for, who played? He play, He had three at bats on four eleven. I don't know if Xander played on four eleven. Uh, so it looks like he, did. he didn't play games. I, I guess this was a double header day, maybe. It looks like because I'm on game logs and he didn't play game six of the season, Xander. So six. Yeah. It Who was, played? I don't know. I'm trying to. They, they're not giving me that box score. Give me one second. Schedule and results. Who played the first game of that doubleheader against Minnesota? One, two, three, four, five, six. Or maybe it was this game? I just have a hard time. I know they, they are worried about... Christian Royo played shortstop. Okay, so we'll see. J- that means we'll see, what, JBJ in the outfield for sure? Yeah, even though he's a lefty-lefty matchup, so... But yeah, I mean, they're going to have to put somebody out there, so... Or Cordero in the outfield for sure? Yeah, they'd probably put JBJ for... They have... 
ever I mean if Arroyo's playing short now their outfield is Kike and then it's either Verdugo Cordero or JBJ so two of the three are going to be lefties because yeah. JD's not playing JD's not playing the outfield no he's not no 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 so all right so we'll see what happens there Christian Arroyo could be in the lineup at shortstop um or either way so Lindor gets a lefty matchup which we like going after there uh, we mentioned Dansby yesterday he had another two hits yeah but 52 is yeah. mid-tier again nothing like nothing is sticking out to me so I think we take some shots probably Urias has been really bad but 3400 feels a little too cheap Danny Mendick has been good he led off for Chicago I don't think there's like a lot of upside there but probably as like a safety kind of guy and then the white Sox or the not the white Sox, the the rockies guys iglesias 32 he's hitting 313 and he's hit lefties extremely well this year and then if garrett hampson is in the lineup 3100 so i think both those guys firmly in play okay mateo 29 homered yesterday yeah he homered yeah he homered uh, yesterday we too. always talked about him like stolen base upside but he hasn't swiped a bag in like eight games but and still has 13 on the year yeah so i mean there is the potential for him to get on base and steal so he also if you look through it john he like just didn't get on base true five straight games I guess you can't so. steal second if you're not on first <laughs> yeah. right? so. so like if he gets on yeah I think both of us would be in, but okay, okay. outfield again, loaded group, three guys over six K on DraftKings, a judge, Acuna bets. All of them are in play for me. So uh, yeah, no problems there. Uh, I would say, I would probably just say the first two are probably my favorite. I don't think I'm going out on a limb to say that. Right. I think Mookie's probably the contrarian play of the three because Acuna, what he did yesterday and what judge has done every day. After them, I mean, Stanton homered last night. J.D. Martinez, another two hits for him. Gets the lefty matchup. Harper gets Hauser. Again, Hauser I like better at home, but a guy that's always that's in play. Uh, Ozuna versus a lefty, and Koenig is making his debut. You have a Rosarena potentially against a lefty, at least for an at-bat or two. It hasn't been a great year for Rosarena, but it generally has been a good split matchup for him there. Uh, you mentioned Mullins homering last night. Again, we don't think much. Uh, of Chris Archer, or not Chris Archer, Marcus Stroman, rather. So a lot of these guys in the mid-tier are, are pretty strong up. Yeah, I think Mullins probably stands out the most to me because the multi-threat eligible, like the multi-threat that he possesses too with the, the power and the speed. Yeah. Love to see the power on display yesterday. The average still hasn't caught up to the power and the speed, but it's coming. I like Austin Hayes in this same game. He continues to hit. I mentioned they all hit home runs. He had another home day. He was the fifth home run for baltimore last night kike gets a lefty at 4100 that's definitely in play if pilkington's starting adolis is in play if bieber is starting not even thinking about pilkington schwarber 4200 only for me in a tournament i actually played him as a one-off last night he was two of my 11 walks that i had in my lineup that somehow cash i don't hate him as a one-off just because the power potential i do agree that he's typically better in in stacks but he's fine i think in uh one-off scenario i, I like tyler neal at, at 3500 again he just came off the il yesterday at two hits you know, did strike out three times but just for for <laughs> the tyler o'neill experience yeah huh? exactly so i mean like kluber hasn't you know knocked socks off this year you know i don't o'neill's gonna hit in the middle of the lineup just like a cheap you know guy in a good lineup santander and Ian half above o'neill too I like both those guys i like him too that's probably it for me though i don't know if they're... i mean profar i mentioned profar yesterday homer three walks the home run an rbi in five straight games for him as long as he's leading off i really think that's fine Randall grishik hasn't shown power but 
still hitting pretty well, getting on base a lot. He gets a lefty against Wood. You mentioned how bad he's been. Mark Canna has Mark Canna has been extremely like up and down. He has had monster games and then he's done nothing. Um, this feels like a double-digit fantasy point game for Mark Canna against a lefty. Um, Jonathan Daza continues to just hit lefties, but not a lot of upside there. Right. I wish Sharon Duran was alive. And I'll give a shout-out to Harrison Bader, John, who you mentioned last night continues to hit another two hits, RBI, a walk, yep. 10 fantasy points. And I don't know why they keep pricing him the way. Maybe it's because he looks like Jake Paul. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 2900 is a good, pretty good price. Nomad Mazzara had a uh, hit and a run score yesterday. He's 2100 I know it's against Bassett, but since he's been called up, three hits in four games. Yeah, he's... We, look, Norman Mazzara has always been a decent hitter. I think we had expectations he'd be better, right, when he hit, like, when he first came up, and he just, the power never really translated, but he's a decent little hitter. I think if you're not playing Bassett, I think that's fine. Yep. Uh, home run call. Home run call. You go first. Great. Do you have someone? If you don't, I'll... I'm going to go with... Give me... I'm going to go with Ron Acuna. That's a good one. I was going to also go with Brave. Who's going to give up a home run? I'm going to go Jose Ramirez off Dane Dunning. Okay. Yeah, Cunha, Ramirez. I don't know if you guys heard of him, but, you know. They're, they're, both, they're both good players. Uh, you can <laughs> you can probably build your lineup around them if you wanted to. Today's playbook is being done by Justin Vreeland, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, get us in Discord and Twitter if you have any questions, and we'll catch you guys later.